Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Show. I am your mystical matchmaker, Marla Martinson, your real-life Cupid. So, ladies, have you been picking the wrong guys? Do you tend to go for the bad boys? I was reading a story on the Internet this morning, drinking my coffee on Yahoo, and uh, I came across this story. The headline was Instant Connection, Mum's Plan to Move Kids to U.S. to Marry Convicted Murderer. A British woman has said yes to marrying her soulmate. Woohoo! He just happens to be a convicted murderer, currently serving a life term in an American prison. Emma Pickett, 33, from Stower Bridge in the West Midlands, is now planning to move overseas with her three children to be closer to Justin Erskine, who was convicted of first-degree murder over a double homicide in 2006. Erskine, or Erskine, I don't know how he pronounces it, he's now 30. He was an 18-year-old landscape gardener when he was found guilty of supplying the knife he used to stab one of the victims and helping to bury the bodies. Pickett, a care assistant, fell in love with him after they became pen pals through the website writeaprisoner.com, telling the mirror she had felt an instant strong connection with him. There's a stigma attached to it, but it is not the case that everybody in prison is automatically a terrible person, she told Fabulous Magazine. Their wedding will take place at a chapel inside the maximum security James T. Vaughn Correctional Center in Delaware, where Erskine is serving his sentence. And Erskine proposed after just a few months of correspondence, and when they met in person, she says, well, for obvious reasons, the couple will not be able to go on honeymoon or consummate their marriage, but Pickett is campaigning to free her husband to be from prison. Her children aged 4, 12, and 6 know Erskine is in prison, but they don't know why. So, ladies, I hope that you don't go that far, but if you've been picking the bad boys, you can always have a coaching session with me. Go to my website, marlamartinson.com, M-A-R-L-A-M-A-R-T-E-N-S-O-N.com. Go under work with me and, and let's get this straightened out. So today we're going to be talking about love, of uh, love and numerology. My guest today is the amazing... Joanne Leo, psychic from the Tampa Bay area in Florida, who has 30 years of experience giving readings and healings. Our thoughts and words create our destiny. The spiritual gifts and work has changed how she views life and death and events that occur in our lives. So uh, we're going to talk about that and we're going to take some callers. Hello, Joanne. Welcome to the Mystical Matchmaker Show. Let's see, I'm just floating here. 
All right, it's spinning. So I'm getting Joanne on the line. But, you know, numerology is very interesting because um, I had a I had a session with, with Joanne recently. We did a whole, I think, hour, hour and a half. It was amazing. And just by my name, um, she did some kind of math with the numbers of my name. She was able to give me so much information. Um, she was spot on. I mean, there were things that had happened in my life that, that – uh, that she asked me about that that happened. Um, I don't understand why this is spinning. I did an update on my computer, and uh, then I couldn't get in the back office, and now it's spinning, and I can't get Joanne on the line. Oh, my goodness. All right, let me see if I can take... Um, anybody else can get on. 650, can you get on? No, see, they're not. My goodness. All right, well, why don't I, until this, um, hmm. right, this is crazy. All right, you know what I'm going to do? I am going to get some messages from my angel, Mirth. I'm going to channel Mirth this morning. So I, I'm going to tell you the story about how this happened. My girlfriend, Julie, who's a celebrity ghostwriter, uh, she edited uh, my second dating book called, uh, called A Good Date, Bad Date, and that's how we met. I, uh, my husband and I bought a house in the valley, and I ended up living a few blocks uh, from my girlfriend, Julie. So when I had um, moved in, I purging uh, some things, throwing away some knickknacks, and I had gotten rid of this Buddha statuette uh, that my that a neighbor had given me. It was one of those little, um, like about a half of you know about six inch uh, wooden Buddha. Um, I'd seen them all over town, seen seen them um, seen them in different shops, and I'd had this Buddha. And I, I don't know why, but I got rid of it. I took it over to the Goodwill, so I dropped it off over there with a bunch of stuff. And wouldn't you know that that. Um, my husband, he never asked about that Buddha. It wasn't his Buddha until I gave it away. And one day he said, hey, Marla, whatever happened to that Buddha that our neighbor gave him? And I said, oh, my gosh. I said, I don't know. I said, um, I, I, <laughs> I, it's probably in the, in the garage packed up with, with some stuff from the move. And, and I said, but I'll, I'll go look for it. So in the meantime, I go running all, get in my car, go running all over Los Angeles to all the spiritual hotspots. Um, and I could not find that damn Buddha anywhere. So anyway, a few days go by, and he keeps asking me, where's the Buddha? And I said, I, you know, I don't know. It's probably still packed. I haven't been able to find it. I'll let you know when I do. And he goes, you better not have given that Buddha away. That's just typical of you, getting rid of stuff without asking me. And I said, no, 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 I didn't. I didn't get, get rid of the Buddha. So um, I, I thought, gosh, let me see if there's any metaphysical spiritual stores left in Los Angeles for me to check. So I Googled, and I found one on Ventura Boulevard called the Imagine Center. So I hightail it over there, and I walk in, and the little bells jingle on the door, ding, ding, ding. I walk in, and I, I look around. It was very small, and I didn't see any Buddhas, and I asked the gal behind the desk, do you have any of these Buddha statues? And she says, no, we don't, but, you know, feel free to take a flyer because we have classes here. And so I looked at the flyer, and, and it said that they gave classes uh, 
every other week in different things like spiritual development, connecting with your guides, crystals, things like that. It was only $15 a class. So I get in the car and I call Julie and I said, damn, I cannot find a Buddha anywhere. But this cool place that I just found called the Imagine Center gives classes. Do you want to take one? She goes, hey, why not? Because I knew she was into psychics and she was into all of this, you know, cool spiritual stuff as well. And so we start going to these classes. And the, and the uh, woman who owned the place and the teacher, Goddess Tahita, um, amazing woman, was teaching these classes. And she's so magical. We loved it. We started learning how to connect with your guides. We started learning all of these different um, uh, I think uh, Joanne is is texting me and says so she's here. I know Joanne. I don't know what's going on, but I cannot get you on. It's just spinning and spinning. So we had a problem the last time she was on. I don't know what's going on here with the energy. But anyway, so I'm just going to continue telling you about this um, story because I can, I'm so so sorry. I I cannot get any anybody on. Uh, so, so we start taking these classes and. Um, and then I, I start uh, taking a crystal healing class that was offered. Now, Julie didn't want to take that one. So I, um, learning how to use crystals and giving people healing sessions. And um, then I, I uh, was in my last um, part of the crystal healing, learning about that. And uh, Tahita said, hey, if anybody wants to add any modalities to this, like Reiki, you know, you can do that. And I thought, wow, yes, I, I didn't know much about Reiki. I'd had one healing session uh, years ago. So I Googled uh, Reiki teachers, Reiki masters, found a wonderful one in uh, Beverly Hills called Cat Lowe. And I immediately signed up for a class. Um, became a Reiki practitioner, and to, to become a Reiki practitioner, you are attuned to the Reiki energy, to the universal life force energy. So there are these symbols that are supposed to be secret until you know them. So um, you get attuned. And then I did go for Reiki Masters, so for level three, and I was attuned also to that. In the meantime, Julie and I are going to all these places all over town. We went to psychics, we went to channelers. We went to um, the Green Man store and learned about pendulums. Um, I started studying with Master Healer Deborah King and got got uh, an attunement, um, kind of some kind of an attunement from her. I got some other kinds of attunements. So in the meantime, my energy is opening up. I start to uh, my I think my third eye is opening up. I start astral traveling a little bit at night and and uh, connecting. So one night. Julie comes over. My husband's at work. He works at night. He's an entertainer. And uh, so it was like, I think it was October, November. So it was dark. And she walks in and she has these two big boards in her hand that, that like, um, she had printed out these these uh, talking boards. So people are familiar with a Ouija board, but Ouija is a trademark. So these are talking boards with the alphabet and numbers and had real whimsical pictures. One of them had a castle and then another one was called the dark board, which had like cartoonish, you know, a Dracula and some monsters and stuff on it. it they were really cute. So she brought these over. She goes, hey, Marla. Um, and she had t- printed them out and put them on like this poster board or something so they were real boards and she goes look what I got I thought we could try this neither of us had ever tried to communicate on a board before with the spirits or anything so I thought "Ooh, this is going to be good 
And I thought, good thing Adolfo's not here because he'd think we were, you know, conjuring up some spirits on a Ouija board and, you know, our bodies would be t- taken over or something. So we're laughing. And uh, so we go into my um, sanctuary, my office, and we light some candles and we put some crystals around the boards and some little statues of saints, my little um, dog, Macy, sitting there with us, holding the space. And I say a, um, a protection prayer, you know, uh, I usually say, like, Archangel Michael, please come in and protect this space, fill it with white light, allow only those entities, spirits, guides, come in uh, that are of the highest good and the light. And I thank you. And then we said, we, oh, she pulled out a little round um, a little round, like a planchette, something to use for a planchette. It was a game piece, a, a little round green um, wooden game piece. And we, she says, okay, we set it down, and we both put one finger on it, kind of small, and we said, hey, you know, is anybody here that wants to talk to us? And it started moving. It started moving right away. Neither of us moved it. We were freaked out. We're like, oh, my God. And so uh, – so we said, who, who are you? And, and it spelled out the word secret. And we said, secret, what do you mean? And it said secret spirit. And we said, wow, we got somebody who, you know, will you tell us your name? And it said uh, mine, M-I-N-E. So it wasn't going to tell us its, its name. And we said, okay, well, what are you doing? What do you do? And he said, watching. And they said, oh, you're watching us? Yes. And then we said, are you good? You know, are you evil? And it said, no. And we said, are you good? It said, yes. We said, do you love us? And it said, yes. And we're like, okay, well, thanks. Bye. And uh, so we said, well, that was pretty, you know, that was a pretty cool spirit. (laughs) um, That was our first attempt. The next attempt that we had, uh, well, well, also that night, okay, it was spelling out things like NYC, S-O-O-N, New York City soon, and I had a, pl- a, a trip planned to New York the next month. Um, I had a trip planned to New York shortly after that. It was saying some things uh, that were true, uh, that were coming up for me, which was very interesting. So that was that. So then she came over another night, and we tried it again. And that secret spirit came back on the board. And uh, we're like, well, you know, is there anybody else here that wants to talk to us? I mean, you're not going to tell us your name. It's not really fair. So we said, is there anyone else? And then the, the planchette started moving again and spelled, the, spelled these letters, A-N-G-E-L, angel. And I said, angel, oh, my God, you're an angel? And it said, yes. And, I, and then it spelled guardian. And I said, guard, you're my guardian angel? And it said, yes. And I was like, I was flabbergasted I was it was it felt so amazing and so I said well what's your name and she spelled the word Mercer M-E-R-T-H-E-R I think Mercer anyway so Julie says google it google it so I googled it and uh, Mercer is a word uh, Welsh in old Welsh that means martyr and I thought oh that's you know, that kind of fits. I've always played the martyr of the past, you know, in relationships and everything. And so uh, she's talking, she starts talking to us and she was so loving and so amazing. And so uh, from then on, and then after we keep talking, you know, over, over a certain amount of weeks and months, she says, just call me Mirth. So it's M-U-R-T-H. And, uh, but I had to talk to Mirth with using somebody else. So Julie, uh, her energy was always right. And I, I went out and bought a couple of boards of my own. And I would sit and I would try to communicate by myself. And I couldn't. Nothing would work. 
uh, the planchette would not move. And uh, so when Julie and I would ask, why can't I use it alone? And, and she would say energy. So the energy wasn't right. So this was before I started getting uh, the, the Reiki attunements and all of that. So then once I um, be, started becoming attuned to Reiki and some other energetic attunements, started um, delving into all my spiritual work, started uh, going to a lot of, of spiritual events where there's a lot of you know meditation and different teachings, I guess my energy opened up because about eight months later I was sitting there because I would sit like every night for five or ten minutes and I would just get tired and my back would hurt. And I was like, this is crazy. Why, why doesn't it work? And about eight months into it, I was sitting there one night and the planchette started to move. And I was able to talk to Murray and uh, we had beautiful, wonderful conversations. And then um, another angel came in who is my um, other second guardian, second in command guardian angel, because most of us have two guardian angels. And his name is Thomas. And he comes in a lot. And they have different personalities. And Merce is very fairy-like. Uh, she's very uh, sweet and loving. And Thomas is, too, is a little more practical, um, but he's very wonderful, too. But they definitely have a different energy. And um, so along uh, we went, and then I started uh, started channeling and um, her off the board. I said, Mirth, I want to get off the board. And so one day I put my hands on the on the keyboards um, in a word with a word document, and I and I said, Okay, let's go. And she said, You know, on the board, she says, Okay, ready. Started to hear her, and and I I type up the messages. So then I started giving readings to people, and um, they. Uh, they'd love it. They'd, you can order one. You can go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com, under Work With Me, and you can go to Angel Readings. And it's only $15, and I will channel your angel and type up a message for you, what you need to know now. Or you can ask me, um, you can ask me, uh, you know, do you want to concentrate on love, work, um, whatever, and then I'll ask Mirth. And it's nice, you know, she doesn't do like uh, predictions like the date you're going to meet someone or something like that, but she'll tell you what you need to know in order to get into that relationship or or what you need to do at this moment in life. She gives great insight, so it's really great. And then I've done some like little circles where people are at my house, seven or eight people, and I'll go around and get she'll give each person a message, which is which is really awesome. So, you know, I want you to know that, that we all have, uh, guardian angels, and you have an angel with you all the time, but they have you have free will, so they're not just going to insert themselves into your lives and your affairs, so you have to ask them. Ask for their assistance. Say, you know, guardian angel, I know you're there. Please, you know, connect with me or help me with this or help me uh, connect with my soulmate or help me learn the lessons that I need to learn, and they will do that. We also have a guide. We have a guide. You know, some people will say, um, they'll say, you know, oh, my grandma, you know, is now my angel or, you know, my, uh, I lost a child and now they're my angel. Or, well, they're not your angel. They maybe will be your guides. Angels have never been in human form and angels are pure light and, and uh, they're from God to, to uh, watch over us and to be with us. And your guardian angel's been with you since before you were born and will go with, with you um, when you go out. Uh, back home to heaven and um, it's just so beautiful and uh, loving and uh, let's see if Mirth has has a message for for all of us um, this morning I channel her on my board so it's a little um, I use I use a, a, a small 
uh, board. It's cardboard, and it has the alphabet on it. And then I have a little planchette, and that's like my kind of permission slip. It's like my little focus point where, where I kind of can channel. So she's here. She says, yes. Hello. Hello, everyone. So sorry that that Joanne couldn't get on the show. This is because this wonderful woman is so charming and patient. And Marla, poor dear, has inadvertently screwed up (laughs) twice with Joanne. We will get it right for now. I want to let all of the callers who are holding on the line that some of you want to know when your soulmate arrive. Okay, ladies, listen up. Mirth takes no prisoners. I give it straight. You need to do one thing. That is love yourself so much as much as the angels love you. When you love yourself, you will not only shine so bright and your frequency will raise, but you will be attracting quality men into your life. You will have that discernment, and choices of who you want to be with. When you love yourself, you will take care of yourself, drink plenty of fresh water, eat organic food, exercise your body, read uplifting material, feel great and don't think about when is he coming live your life now most humans live for the next moment they are not living this precious moment that we have you go out and do all the fun things that you want to do have a great time love yourself and your life And that man will show up. So I hope this, you will heed my advice. I love you all. Your friend, Angel Mirth. So um, wasn't that beautiful? Yeah, that's Mirth's message. Um, That's always her message. She always uh, 
wants people to know that you've got to love yourself. Um, and isn't it true? I, when I was single, I'd always want to know when's the when's the next you know when's the guy coming? If I go out, I'd be looking around, um, checking out. You know, is he coming through the door? Is that my soulmate? And I was running really on hormones and and, and um, that excitement of of dating and all of that. But but really. Uh, when we calm down, when we meditate, when we're in, in the moment and in our life, um, that's when everything will turn around. And if you're looking for a job, that's when you're going to start attracting things. Clients start coming to me, different you know, things. I've, I've been able to attract abundance all these years, never had um, you know, a, a low. Uh, I had in 2009, when I did leave my job, I kind of didn't take this job and shove it when I was working at a high-end matchmaking firm. I ended up leaving my job in the middle of a recession with not much money in the bank at the time and my husband freaking out and I stayed calm and stayed in the moment and uh, I was able to attract within, within three months, uh, male clients were calling me. I started my own business and uh, made six figures that year. I'd never been in business before. So, so what I'm trying to say is when you keep your vibration high, when you love yourself, when you stay calm, uh, that's when you're going to attract um, a man, a, a, a job, abundance, health, whatever you're looking for. So I hope this helps. You guys, I'm so sorry that something went wrong. I updated my computer this morning. It asked if you want to update it. I did it. I couldn't get into the back office of, of the Blog Talk Radio. Finally, then I did get in. I see all your callers. I see Joanne. I click on it. It's just spinning. So I don't know what went wrong. Um, I hope that you've enjoyed Mert's message and uh, my story about how I opened up uh, psychically to be able to channel Mert. Uh, love you guys. And Joanne, we're going to try it again if you're willing. Um, I love you and uh, have a great day, everybody, and I will see you next time. Um, don't forget to go to my website, MarlaMartinson.com, because I ha- also have a free uh, ebook with affirmations for you and a guided self-love meditation. And if you like this podcast, um, please, uh, you know, write, write a review, uh, subscribe, and uh, I'll see you next time. Much love, everybody. Bye-bye.